Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We're on episode 11 today, which I think is pretty crazy, but I feel like I say that in every single episode. I'm sorry if you can hear the rain hitting my window. I decided to tape inside of my closet today because I thought that that would block out some of the noise and I'm not sure if it actually is, but we're just going to roll with it and I guess we'll see after when I listen to this. (laughs) These past four months have really just flown by and so much has happened so fast. I was having some issues last week with my podcast software, but I think I got it all figured out. So we're ready to roll this week with this episode. I'm really excited to see where this podcast is going to go in a few months. After graduation, I'm really going to try to put in a lot of extra time and just work on it to really make it great and make it what you guys want. I kind of want to dive into more topics besides just the mental health and motivation I've been doing. I mean, I'll obviously keep that, but I kind of want to add more like entertainment and obviously more guests. I don't really know. I don't have a plan right now, but we'll see where it takes us. I graduate in a little over a month, which I can't even begin to grasp because I still at times feel like a freshman. And I kind of just wanted to update you all um, about what I'll be doing after graduation. So I'll be moving to St. Louis because I accepted a job with Socially Inspired, a digital marketing agency I've been interning at for about a year now. Um, I'll be one of their digital media specialists, and I'm honestly super, super excited about it. The job search process, whatever you want to call it, was definitely stressful and a little daunting at times, which I will be talking about more in this episode because it fits perfectly with this topic that I'm going to dive into today. But I'm really excited to take you on this new adventure with me, especially moving to a new city and starting a new job. I'm sure I'll have a lot to share and talk about with you guys. So let's just get on to the topic. Today, we're going to be talking about learning to trust yourself, which is something I often struggle with, honestly. I definitely think that lack of self-trust can kind of go hand in hand with lack of self-confidence, for sure. I know I have a hard time making decisions. (laughs) I feel like I can be the most indecisive person ever at times, and maybe you feel like that too. I mean, I can't even pick a restaurant. It takes me hours. Or maybe you second guess every decision you do or end up making. You may also need reassurance from other people. I definitely do. Sometimes I know exactly what decision I'm going to make, and I still want to see what my sisters or my parents say about it, just so I can get that actual okay and feel good about it in my head. All of the time, we hear trust is the foundation of a relationship with your friends or your significant other or your family. You have to have trust for a healthy relationship with people. It's hammered into our heads. We've heard it so many times. And I mean, it's totally true. 
But how often do we hear that we need to have that trust as a foundation of a healthy relationship with ourselves? Never, or at least I haven't really. Not to sound super bleak. I don't mean this in a sad or bad way, but people may leave or lie or move or pass away because honestly, that's just life. So we can't always count on people to be there for us 100% of the time. I mean, people do have their own lives, but maybe they'll be there for 98%, which is great. But you still have that 2% where it's just you and yourself. So we should put our trust in that one person we can count on, ourselves. This is hard because we are constantly asking the world for answers that really only we have deep within ourselves that we can answer for ourselves. We have to learn to rely on our own decision making instead of asking all of our friends, every single family member, a magic eight ball and our horoscope first. For example, when I started looking for jobs for after graduation and new cities I wanted to move to, The existential question of who even am I and what do I actually want definitely came up. I wanted someone to tell me exactly where to go and where to end up because the thought of figuring everything out myself seemed so overwhelming to me. I think that when we do start asking ourselves these deep existential who am I sort of questions, we need to turn to our values. Making a list of what your top values are may be easier than straight up answering the question, who am I? But your values really do give a great insight about who you are inside. Dig down deep and find out what truly matters to you. Figure out where you stand on things because once you do, you can start matching your actions with your beliefs. I remember having a conversation with my dad not too long ago when I was super stressed out about after school. And I remember him kind of asking like, well, what do you value most like when you're looking? And I was like, well, one of my top values is obviously experiencing new things. I think that's super important when it comes to self-growth. But another one of my top values that honestly means the most to me is family. I was struggling with that thought because to me, experiencing new places and new things meant I had to move like 12 hours away from my family. And I knew that that would be hard for me because my sister is pregnant and I really don't want to miss out on the important things. So I had to make that choice. Me. No one else could make that for me. My parents weren't telling me what to do and my friends weren't. It was all on me even though I really did just want someone to straight up say, this is what you should do. It would have been so much easier, I thought at least. So I decided St. Louis would be the best for me. Shout out to little Peanut for influencing me. That's what we've been calling Claire's baby so far. It's still a brand new city that's still close to family. I get two of my values. Whoop. To be completely honest, I knew several months ago that St. Louis would be the best option for me. I thought when I was at work one day, I've made so many connections here. It would be dumb for me to go anywhere else. 
But of course, I didn't trust that voice in my head myself. And I struggled with the idea for months that I really needed to go somewhere far to experience more. It was just a battle with myself in my head. Sorry for the rant, but I feel like that just shows that deep down, we know what we want and we know what is best for us, but we refuse to trust or listen to ourselves sometimes, even when we know it's the right decision. Sometimes the universe tests you the most when you're close to a new chapter. Trusting yourself starts by getting to know yourself. What are your values? What are your wants, your needs? Why do certain situations make you nervous? Then kind of sticking to those values. We can work at showing up for ourselves. Like I said earlier, a foundation of trust with yourself makes for a healthy relationship, which means constantly sticking up for yourself or speaking nicely to yourself, which is something I've talked about before. When doing some research, I came across something Cynthia Wall, a psychotherapist, said. Again, self-trust doesn't mean that you always trust yourself to say the right thing or make the right decision or follow every single rule. She said, it's not about perfection. Self-trust means you trust yourself to overcome a slip-up or a failure. Learning to trust yourself is also learning to love your authentic self. And I feel like this definitely comes with age. It's something I've learned as I've grown up and experienced life. From the moment we start kindergarten, we're taught how to act or we see what others do and we try to mirror it. We learn to hide certain parts of ourselves out of fear or insecurity. We're scared that people might make fun of us. As we grow, it's important to find out what truly makes us tick and who we are because putting on a mask makes it really hard to trust yourself. I mean, do you trust people who are two-faced to you in real life? When you're not being your authentic self, you allow other people to control your life. When you're more authentic, you learn more about yourself and learning about yourself is a great way to begin to trust yourself. Something I think we can work on is expressing ourselves in an assertive way And I definitely have trouble with this because I'm more of a passive person. I'm not huge on confrontation. You might be scared to speak up in certain situations. For example, you have a great idea when you're at work, but you're scared it's honestly not that great of an idea. But when we constantly put down our own wants and needs because we're worried about what others might think, you're teaching yourself that what you want is less important than, than how other people feel. These are the times where you have to challenge your comfort zone. Being assertive isn't always the most comfortable thing. Like I said, I am scared of confrontation sometimes. But you will reap the benefits from at least trying. And you can start small. Give yourself permission to do something for yourself every day. And then show up for it. Challenge yourself to take a walk every day or to start saying no to people who drain you. Stop coming up with a million excuses and just say no. It'll help you gain an inner trust with yourself. And in the end, we have to accept that we aren't perfect. Allow yourself to make those mistakes because we're going to make a lot of them. 
I'd rather start making decisions for myself and making mistakes than letting someone else control my life and just not doing what is best for me personally. Like I said in one of my first episodes, my word for the year is flourishing. We're on this journey together of flourishing and that comes with making some big old mistakes and then growing from them and learning. Whether it's just mistakes in your relationships or school or work, I promise you, you will be able to learn from them. Trust yourself enough to let go, shift, and uproot. Trust yourself because you got yourself. You got yourself to this point and you survived. You're going to survive whatever is next for you also. I think it can be as simple or as hard as we make it for ourselves and that's kind of how everything is in this world. Our intuition is honestly such a powerful thing. Trusting your gut is very real and I think it was my gut that was telling me several months ago that St. Louis would be the place for me but I'm too stubborn and I wanted to chase something that was obviously not meant for me or not necessarily not meant for me but not meant for me right now if that makes sense. I had the voice telling me but chose to ignore it for a little bit but then I finally gave into it and I'm super excited for the next couple of months. I guess that's all I have for you today. Don't forget how wildly capable you are because you are. You know yourself more than you think you do. I hope everyone has the best rest of your week and I hope you gained something from this episode. I think as I talked about earlier in this episode, something I want to do when I start working a little bit harder on this podcast is just making episodes longer. I really want to get them to like the 30 minute mark. So let me know if you guys would enjoy having longer episodes. Please follow the Instagram screw it let's do it dot podcast if you haven't already. I would love to know what all you would want to hear for the next episodes or just episodes in general. I love suggestions. They make me super happy and they make my job a little bit easier. I love you all and I will see you in the next one.